I'm directly to the point. This yeah. is the quarantine tapes. This is a very business-like voice because it's it, we're recording on Monday. God only knows when this thing comes out. I'm Dan Soder. That is Big J Okerson. Some would call him the love of my life. Some would call him the greatest human being I've ever rubbed tummies with. Who knows? We got the full crew, dude. We're fully Voltron. We got our Black King, Black Lou coming in live from a nondescript conference room. That's right. He's actually joined a space program. Um, DJ Lewitsky living in the fag capital of the world. <laughs> By the way, just fucking slanging around that Cowboys cock around those sad fuck Eagles fans. I mean, dude. That, by, by the way, Black Lou, I uh, yeah. Oh, you showing the you got the Cowboys face mask in Philly? Bold. What the fuck they gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> they what are they gonna do? Talk shit? They go, hey, you guys. Never mind. We fucking the birds play. What are the Cowboys? One and two. Man, Black Lou, I'm telling awesome. you, that was that was the only time in my life I think I've actively cheered for the Cowboys was when you guys started coming back on the Seahawks. I was like, come on, That's motherfuckers, and then you guys shit the bed on that, so fuck the Cowboys twice for on me. Yeah, what's, what's going on? Football's happening? Jay, you didn't know? I didn't know. I haven't heard any news about it. Oh, no, no, no. I, I haven't heard any promising news. I, I, I heard this year they were going to be a, a, a force with wide receivers and uh, – a defensive present that was almost surefire to win the NFC East. And it seems strange. I haven't heard about the season starting. What's going on? Uh, Carson Wentz came back super tan. Um, awesome. Okay. Hasn't hasn't had an incompletion yet, which is pretty crazy. Well, hang on. I think I have it right here in this piece of paper here. Yeah. Let's look at the column, the win-loss tie column. Let's see. I'm going to go I'm gonna go from left to right. Okay. Zero wins. Are you sure? How long have games this season been in? We have to give Jay fake stats like he's a leader in North Korea. <laughs> we have to tell him that the Eagles are 3-0. Dan, let me ask you a question. It says zero in the win column, but how many games has there been played? Fake news, dude. Liberal media. Eagles are 3-0. and You're you're right, dude. You, everything's going great. Carson Wentz is... I should have prepped you for this bit harder because I'm going to go, zero wins. That's been, How many games have there been? And in my mind, you were going to say three games, Jay. And I'm going to go slide over here a little bit more. Uh, it says only two losses. Well, they? no, yeah. could, they couldn't have had a tie with the other shittiest team possible in the league. My God, dude! With a rookie quarterback and no the, names everywhere else. The saddest football I've watched in a long time was the last ten seconds of that overtime game between the Eagles and the Bengals, where they kind of just looked at each other and they were like, "We're gonna punt," and the Bengals were like. Uh, okay, <laughs> and like the way the the Bengals got the punt, they're just like, "Thanks, we got a second. I don't really know. I guess we're just tying. You guys, like, you guys agreed to tie in a weird way. It was fucking yeah. strange." By the way, if at that point, if you just go uh, throw a, a fucking hail mary, which you don't even need a hail mary for what they needed, but you just throw like a deep. It might as well be a punt. What's the difference? Yeah. Um... It was a we like I told you on the phone yesterday. I felt bad for the Eagles because you guys lost on an off on a fucking false start. You guys were in field goal range to win the game, and then false start knocks you back, and then you're like, "Well, now we're fucked. Now we can't make that." It's ridiculous. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, meanwhile, the 49ers are being led by who I think is Sam Bradford, just under a different name, Nick Mullins, <laughs> uh, the host of yeah, the host the coast, coast the host of Come Town. Is Stavros uh, the is Stavros the? Uh, Why? Wait a second! That's not George Kittle. That's 
Stavros, you tear it off. He goes, I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for you and your pesky bonfire friends. Pesky kids. You and your pesky kids. Yeah, Niners beat the Giants. Um, you know, a lot of injuries. Jordan Reed got injured for a little bit. Uh, Looks we, like those people. Dan, looks like those, those, looks like those players. Uh, maybe the Eagles could have used the show. Maybe that one would have happened. If I could have went there, maybe cheered them all up with a comedy show. <laughs> maybe you could have brought their spirits back. Maybe that's what you should go do now. Get in there and go do comedy for the Man, COVID. I know. They don't know who I am. (laughs) They didn't know who I They knew me. Yeah, the only reason I was even going to do that gig was because of people. I mean, mean, that that city gives me so no love that I think I saw a cardboard cutout of Jerry the Geeter Blavitt, (laughs) an old (laughs) 50s DJ. Like, now there's a guy they want to talk to. Would you rather get in deep with the Sixers or the Eagles? I, I'd rather just be from a different place. Ah, come on. <laughs> come on. I'd rather just live from a different – really like Lou Hard. I'd rather just be from somewhere else where I can root for winners. I, it, is, <laughs> it is insane, dude, how bad they are. Yeah. But you didn't the answer Eagles my question. Pretty, the Eagles are pretty much terrible, and then they won the Super Bowl, and then they're terrible again. Oh, by the way, nice little fucking swing kick to the nuts. The Bears. At, I was going to say the, that. I was the Bears at two and zero. Still weren't happy with the play, I guess, of the, yeah. of the quarterback. So even at two and zero, they were losing a game, and Nick Foles came in with three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and won the <laughs> game, and now is the starting quarterback for the Bears. I mean. Carson Wentz and uh, the cock is happening. Carson Wentz and, and Mitch Trubinsky, however you fucking say that dude's name, they're yeah. definitely they're definitely talking to each other right now. He's like, is he in? Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, it's all right, dude. dude it's all right. It's uh, there. Would mean, you rather? But would you rather be in with the Sixers or the Eagles? You never answered my question. Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel more, like yeah. More you, games. Joel Embiid's coming up to New York, hanging out. He's got a duck, you know, when he comes in. Yeah, a lot more. I can't think of a player on the Eagles I want to hang with at all. Not even Ertz? I don't know, Ertz. What about? I bet Ertz is super serious. What about Kelsey? Maybe, but that guy, I feel like you get him a little bit lit. <sighs> He's going to be dressed like a mummer screaming in the streets of New York. And I'll I, be bet, I bet I some loud I bet some loud opinions come out of that guy, a couple drinks at a hotel bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're racial by any stretch. I think maybe just like about uh, you know, like it's like getting mad that uh, new trucks are all computers inside, and not just machine uh, parts. Man, what happened to carburetors? Why? <laughs> why is this pussy looking at me? You know, Jason, not here at this bar, dude. There's a lot of businessmen. Fucking this guy looking at. Fuck you! You don't fucking work for your money. You go, Jason. Let's just go outside, bud. Yeah, I, outside. Honestly, they're all so young on both teams that none of them would probably really enjoy my shit that much, but. They, uh, as a thing, but maybe as a human being, uh, they would like me. But, uh, I mean, I don't think, I don't see any, any time at all, like, hey, uh, hey, the Stan Comedy Club, can you put a, a name on the list for me? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. It's more, that's why I'm better if I go, hey, corn's coming, I think. <laughs> yeah, that is still fucking, um, well, the 49ers. Can you, corn? can you pop corn on the list? Just with a backwards K? <laughs> if you can make the R backwards, please. Oh, it's the R backwards. K with a backwards R. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, spell with a K and a backwards R. <laughs> I don't want to look down at the list when you're looking at the list and see it. You spell it like a jerk off. 
I've never thought about corn reservations. Right. <laughs> a table of four for corn. That's with a K backwards R. <laughs> a chain of backwards R. He goes, he goes, corn, corn, corn. He goes, chain of backwards R. Hey, yeah, there it is. Right there. Yes, right. I have you for oh, a table of R. Actually, we, we have C with a regular sized R. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. is it? You go look down the line. Is it flakes? And they go, it is corn flakes. Corn flakes are here. Okay. He goes, all right, I have one with a K, but it's a lowercase R facing backwards. He goes, no, no, that's not us. We're uh, no, a capital that's R. My, We're a capital, capital R. R. <laughs> we got a capital R. Uh, well, on other 49ers news, someone, by the way, I forgot to introduce the rest of the crew. We got DJ Lewitsky, Jacob Atat, and Christine Marie Evans, of course, joining us on the bonfire. Uh, a bunch of people tweeted at us this article, 49ers legend Joe Montana thwarting a kidnapping in his own home. Ooh. Someone ran in his own lady. home? Yeah, this lady ran into his house and grabbed his granddaughter, mm-hmm. his nine-month-old grandchild, and then him and his wife, Jennifer, thwarted the alleged kidnapping. I'll be honest with you, I, I'm let down that Montana needed... Uh, his chick to jump in. Uh, you're saying that you're saying that he's such a pussy that he needed that Jennifer. Really, that guy really is a team sports guy, huh? Goes, <laughs> All right, Jennifer, you run interference. He goes, I need you to lead block while I take that while I grab this. Oh girl. man, how heartbreaking! Girl, would it's be. just a girl. Just go grab it. It'd be so heartbreaking if you read the article. It wrote uh, Montana, the retired NFL player, used his <laughs> wife as a human shield, screaming, "Take her! Take her! Not me!" I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so fucking scared. <laughs> it's just like, you like read the transcript. You're like, I don't want to know this. I don't want to know this. Yeah. He went upstairs and packed a duffel bag of Hanes underwear and made his way to the hospital. Yeah. He the said, family, as I understand, is doing okay. Please let me grab my sketchers. Please, please don't hurt me. Uh, I, in my mind, how Joe no, Montana. It's a, crazy, it's a crazy thing where the lady came in and just picked up a baby and started holding her like, this is mine. This is mine. Yeah. <laughs> What they don't tell you is that Joe Montana always keeps a trash barrel full of footballs next to him. So when she, so when she walked in, he fired one in and at her and feet. He is, he is pinpoint, by the pinpoint way. Pinpoint accurate. You don't win four Super Bowls not being she was holding her baby. She was holding the baby on her left shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Right off her right eye. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Being his grandchild, he knew that the lead pass would get the baby out of the arms. A little separate. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't understand. He created separation with the throw itself. <laughs> with a lot of people. A lot of people over here sucking Tom Brady's dick. Let me just tell you what Joe Montana's up to. He's just firing that pigskin in, getting his granddaughter back. All creates the separation, you see. The lady bit on the route. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, so he he pumps it to her chest, right? And she she, (laughs) drops the baby, and then he sends one over. Jennifer's wearing a fly pattern on that left. He hits her deep and then goes and scoops up the baby. The wife had nothing to do with it. She just ran a pattern. Yeah. (laughs) Jennifer's drawing down the free safeties here, <laughs> a tenon out, and what you're seeing here is a wheel route from that nine-month-old. And, Dude, uh, if, somebody can, if somebody wants to take, I, I don't know if it's a day or a year of your life, to animate the idea of of this woman grabbing the baby, uh, <laughs> Joe Montana grabbing a football out of a trash can. Next to his recliner. And, 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 and then giving a, a signal to his wife, hit yeah. stay and hike. Uh, wife starts running towards the lady. Joe Montana pump fakes to the lady, 
Lady drops the baby back into the playpen because she gets nervous. The ball's coming at her. And then he sends it out to Jennifer, who is nowhere near the action whatsoever. Oh, yeah. He sends it out to her, and then he goes and scoops up the baby. The wife's only involvement was to run a pattern and and come and sit a pick. Just buy him a little couple seconds. Yeah. So we can get that pump fake in. She thinks thinks, they're deep. Yeah, this this kidnapper thinks Jennifer Montana is running a a 10 and hitch, a 10 and turnaround. She breaks down, bam, hits the corner. Just go. I mean, I don't know how old Jennifer Montana is, but bitch cuts on a dime. She just she's always wearing receivers gloves. <laughs> and they're ne- and they're never like uh <laughs> Yeah, they're undone. Sad. What do you call it? Yeah, they're always undone. Just- they're undone. And then as Joe said that she checks her feet on the line to make sure she's not over. She gives yeah. like, a look over it. All right. Montana's talking. I told Shane about football breathing and he was like, dude, it's so accurate. Or just like <laughs> All day, baby. All day, baby. That's what we get. Do this. Watch eleven. Watch eleven. Watch that. Dude, football breathing makes me laugh when I'm by myself all the time. Oh yeah. All day, baby. All fucking day. Shout out to Joe Montana for saving his granddaughter with a uh, with a fly route. Which, fly, well, yeah, and no one which, saw it coming. Most most babies la- are saved. Most babies are saved on a uh, on a screen. Oh screen. yeah, yeah. A lot of times it's either a screen or it's either like a hook to curl. You know, uh, like I said, a ten and out is very effective. That's why Jennifer Montana was gonna run that. Just and, go grab your kid and get away. And he and he no checkdowns. It was all that was the play was by design. The fake yeah. the fake to the kidnapper. Send it deep to Jen. I think if we look at the tape, we're going to see Jennifer Montana here on a corner post route, which uh, Joe Montana familiar with throwing over the back shoulder to get it right in there. And everyone knows they're living in Los Angeles, which is one of the fag capitals of the world. I was going to say, you missed the obvious. You got to go. Fag capitals of the world. All right, we're here. The kidnapping is taking place. Coming in, they were going to break down the film of the Montana kidnapping. Um, it was a crazy. Was it? You think it was just a crazy lady? It was it just like an insane woman that walks in and grabs a baby? Clearly, but I think clearly it's an insane lady. But I will ask the question, Joe Montana. Why is your house so accessible? What are you living in a fucking row home? Or how the hell did this fucking happen? Yeah, you have a. Uh, uh, a gateway and many yards of uh, space before you get to your front door? Jay, I would say there are very wealthy homes that have terrible security where I bet you could just walk up into them. When I dated that that rich girl and we went to her parents' house... She was a rich girl and she wanted to fuck. Her parents' security was weak as fuck. Say soda, won't you get to your too far? Soda, get you too far. Dan should know! Where are they from? Out Long Island. Where are they most vulnerable? No, uh, nights usually in the fall. I think. Well, yeah, so. what part of Long Island? I mean, genuinely, I mean, I think it is. What part of Long Island? Because I'm wondering, because like there is weirdly very expensive places where there's just a place like you know you can look in their windows from your windows. Yeah, I'd have to think of the name of the town. It's bizarre. It was- it's bizarre that happens. Yeah, I think I I would certainly like to have a little bit of buff from my front door to the street, if possible. 
Oh, dude, I want, there's a, this is what I was thinking when I was walking Myrtle the other day. There's this building on our block that's just like a non-discreet concrete, concrete slab. It's just this fucking slab of a building with like a heavy metal door, and it's got yeah. an address, and people live yeah. there. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? Concrete? Non- nondescript. Nondescript. What did I say? Nondiscreet? Non-discreet. Like it was, you were, but you, I, I only correct you because you were saying the actual non-discreet. I think I mean, quarantine's made me realize I am mentally retarded. But non-discreet, would just you know, would be very like you're saying it's not discreet, like it's very loud. Yeah, there. You were saying that you're saying it's like bland. Yeah, wrong word. Wrong word. I'm uh, I'm a mentally retarded boy. You're not retarded at all. I love you so much, and this is just, this is not a big deal. You have found success through your challenges. <laughs> I have. I've learned how to live by myself. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure we can get Katie arrested for molesting a retarded kid. It's more than likely. I can yeah. tell she's definitely taking advantage of you. <laughs> Where I go, I don't, I don't know why that feels good when you do that to me. So it's a nondescript slab, concrete slab of a building. And I always hope that the inside is like fucking just the coolest shit in the world futuristic oh, it's, it's a house yeah it's like a house but it's like a row home but it's all you know it's like just one address and it just yeah. looks like where people probably get tortured and die yeah but it's a hostel I, yeah I, it's probably a saw playground but it's I, romanian style hostel <laughs> yeah just probably like a lot of piss shit and blood all dried on the fucking concrete floor in that place but I would hope that it would be well and you know, like a nice interior design with like futuristic shit. That's what I would want. From the outside, you'd be like, this is a piece of shit. Then you go inside and you're like, whoa. Yeah, it might be. Some people do that, make a very like whatever outside. In Long Island, I remember that a lot. But I bet Joe Montana has a very nice, relaxing path into his backyard. You know, like if you somehow get through one gate, there's just like a. You come up on a cabana. There's See, look up Joe Montana's house. It's clearly well, this happened. This happened in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Well, so Malibu. Yeah. So the this was Malibu. the house. This is a crime scene right here, and oh, it idiot. it looks like it's. Yeah, it's his fault. It's his fault for living there. First of all, and if she came in through an unlocked door. Mm. Whole thing's moronic. Yeah, but she must have known something was going on because. The intruder saw a, a woman holding a baby. Well, they say the intruder then ran out of the house. What she didn't know was Joe Montana had invited over the Lot family and Rock, <laughs> Rock fucking stuck that bitch right Run on the down. street. And I'll tell you what, even it, it, by today's rules, it was shoulder pads to shoulder pads. I it mean, was a legal hit. Sure out. Uh, Ronnie Lott's getting out of his car and she goes, Baby, are they going to like my lemon squares? And he goes, You know, Jenna, hold on. That's a lady. Why? <laughs> USC to San Francisco and all the titles in between, baby. (laughs) Oh, oh, bitch, you ain't taking that baby. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Turns out LA County Sheriff's deputy were on the same block on an unrelated matter. Someone inside the home flagged the deputies down, told them what happened, and they found the intruder a few blocks away. The woman was booked on kidnapping and burglary charges. Where is she burglar? The baby? The baby, dude. She burglared the baby. She never got out of the house, dude. She fell for the check down. Still, though, touch the ball. Illegal touching. Illegal touching of a baby. You can't come <laughs> from outside. You can't come from out of bounds in there to touch a baby. Uh, I hope they have the NFL referee at the trial. <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> the committee goes, <clears throat> this woman. Before this the woman, play. Yeah. Illegal touching. 
Illegal touching on the kidnapper. This woman really is missing an opportunity if she doesn't carry a red flag in her sock and at the trial challenge it. <laughs> she goes, I want to challenge I want to challenge the kidnapping. I never had possession of the baby. She's like, I'm getting word from the booth that you should take another look at this. Also, when I grab the baby, I'm supposed to make a motherly move, and I never made a motherly move. I <laughs> touched the baby, and then the baby was taken away from me. I so. like I like when she comes off the witness stand, she goes over to the prosecuting lawyer and like puts like like heads right against his head and just jawing. Yeah, you can get shit out of oh, me. Oh, like an, you like an you, umpire? You thought, yeah, you thought you had good... No, no, just like the football players. He has uh, talk, talk shit at the end of the play. She's yeah. like, oh, you thought, yeah, you thought you were going to get me up there. You thought you were going to trip me up, but I was consistent, Yeah, I was consistent. I was consistent. I was consistent. Just a lot of good, fun t- shit talking. Well, I'm glad his fucking kid didn't get taken, because that could have ended really sad. This could be a whole episode of us just being like, if you've seen Joe Montana's granddaughter, please return her. <laughs> if you've seen her she looks like this just put a picture of joe montana with, with <laughs> the baby body, just with a baby body and pigtails <laughs> so you wonder what she looks like it's this yeah <laughs> uh, joe montana with a baby's body well um yeah that was that was it for sports so if you don't like sports now it's it's returning to a regular show some people joe, like when we talk football and some people are like I don't care about football. It's like, well, we do. We love the shit. And well, dude, when the season starts, I'm going to want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah sure. We'll let, you know, we'll let you know when that happens. I don't care about this. Like, you know. Yeah. This time, what are they, in training camp right now? You know, Sean Jackson's back on the team. <laughs> uh, well, the Nuggets got knocked out uh, to the Lakers in five games. And immediately, I don't know if you feel this way. I'm like, new season starts in December. So, whatever. I hope it does. Yeah, me too. Is that what's supposed to happen for sure? They're saying that. That's what 2K21 says. They're saying December or January. Yeah. It's probably gonna, they're probably going to push to January. Are they doing bubble again? I would think so. It was, so, effect- it was so effective the first time. I bet they do, like, you know, instead of just... Well, footballs, they're just fucking traveling. Yeah, but I'm saying they travel, but empty arenas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think saying. I don't think they're gonna do it all in the bubble. You can't make these guys leave their homes for fucking six months. I think so, dude. I think they're gonna like make them bubble. Got to bubble it up. No way, dude. No bubble, way. It, dude. If they want to play in the, if they want to play in the league, bubble it up. On the bubble it up. Well, yeah, sad. Good season by the Nuggets. That was one of my favorite Nuggets teams. They played their fucking ass off. But yeah, hell yeah, man. Got you close to the finals. That's awesome. Yeah, but we ran into the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, as we all do. And man, oh man, does LeBron James get every fucking call. Jesus <laughs> Christ. This season's him stupid and, anyway. Everything's stupid. Anthony, Anthony Davis straight up got a foul for twisting his own ankle. That's how much stop. the they rest of their fucking butts. They should just stop all sports. Because I'm being honest right now, and I'm telling you that COVID is here, and it's not going anywhere. And Jay, if he's going to keep you. everything in danger, it's stupid. Jay, it's I love stupid to play. Jay, I love your passion for safety, but I'm going to need you to chill out until we see if the Niners are playoff contenders. And if they're not, then we should shut everything down. Shut everything down, then. Let's, let's but, be fine. If they are playoff contenders, and there's a chance that Black Lou and I could see each other in the playoffs. We got to keep going on this, buddy. If this Sunday night, yeah, which we're gonna, I'm gonna come over to your house and watch the Eagles. As we sit here stuffing our faces with God knows what, I'm I'm gonna be such a good little boy until then. Yeah, no, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm going to Providence. I'm gonna go get a big ass sandwich at one of those 
shops. Yeah, sandwich places. Yeah. Um, we're gonna, we're, while we're eating some kind of garbage thing, you, I'm going in expecting it to be a complete massacre of the Eagles. If the Eagles beat the 49ers, both our seasons are over either way. Uh, I don't know, man. We're down to our second string pretty much everywhere. In some cases, third yeah, but you, they, but you said they gelled well. I mean, we played well against the fucking Saquon Barkley list New York Giants. I don't know how we're going to. I honestly don't know how we're going to do. We didn't look that good against Arizona. We had Jimmy G and Kittle. You know, we had. We lost everybody in the fucking Giants game. So I don't know. We could be a bad team. We could be a good team. And you could just go with the football that season didn't start this year. It didn't happen this year with me. No. Whenever you're ready, buddy, I'm over here. No. I need more time, Jason. Yeah, in the UFC. UFC was great this weekend. Was. That was a very fun card. Man, let's talk about that fight because I don't know. That main event, if you talk that much shit, now the main event was, I'm going to fuck up these names. Jay, you're probably going to do better at it. Adesanya. Uh, Adesanya and um, Costa. Costa. That's what Paolo, it was. Paolo Costa versus Israel. Paolo, Paolo Costa. Costa was talking so much shit. Yeah, there's nothing funnier than watching a guy talk shit while he's getting beat up and then, yeah. and then only get beat up and not yeah. really do anything. I'm, uh, Israel I'm, Adesanya, I'm, a ca- I'm a casual I, UFC fan. I like the video game. I like big fights. I'm not like, um, I think you're a bigger fan. I think you watch more main events consistently. Obviously, Lewis is a way bigger fan. And but I uh, I like watching Stylebender. He's a fun guy to watch. He does like these yeah. weird kicks and shit. And hey, he fights like a video game. It's great. Yeah, and I've been excited for this uh, him fighting Costa for a while because of all the shit talking. How and Costa's much- just like a slugger, so it's like you knew it was going to be both main, both the co-main events, both of them. You knew we're going to be uh, just slug up. These they're not. Yeah, well, guys. well, the light heavyweight looked like two dads fighting at a t-ball game <laughs> with their shirts off because they're not like super jack. They're like two tough dads fighting. Um, uh, Dominic Reyes and Young. What's his name? Blakovitz. Blak- Blak- yeah, something like Blak- that. Something Blakovitz. Polish. That those Polish hammers got fucking thrown in that fight. Yeah, but but Paulo Paulo Costa is. Christine, bring him up. He's a Adonis. Oh, Christine like, has him. It's already your screensaver. Just show. Yeah, him. That's what I was gonna Here's say. <laughs> Christine, uh, bring up the pages you last jerk to. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I I, I wouldn't have respect for a girl who uh, fucks this guy until he beats Israel Adesanya again, <laughs> because he talked a crazy amount of shit, and that was- I mean, he just got cheesed with for uh for a round and a half i mean it was crazy Man, he first started talking shit in the first round uh saying that the leg kicks when he'd kick him he'd be like oh oh is that what you're doing you're leg kicking me he was he was he was doing the thing yeah he said point to it at one point he started slapping his own leg he's like do it again i love leg I love, kicks oh my god i want all of my leg kicks oh especially right here how you're accurately kicking me behind the knee that's goes, so fucking cool do it again oh, you know what's funny i really wanted my leg to be all purple like this it's yeah did not have it that way what? i pre-broke i pre-broke my knee so this i don't even feel this that's pretty cool. I guess if you just like kicking and shit, if you want to fight like a bitch. Yeah, I guess I'm bigger than you, so you want to chop the tree down. Yeah, oh, I guess it's a really sound plan. What he was doing things with his hands where he's like, oh, you going to run? Are you going to run? Costa, a perfect 13-0, 11. I thought that was muted. Yeah, it's coming in. Fat capital of the world. <laughs> hey, everyone, this is Ravazanya throwing those kicks like a real mo. 
Yeah. He oh, damn man. It was I don't know making if everybody, making everybody in the room do this. Yeah, I don't know if, if they're gonna show his shit talking though, because then he got kicked in the head and then just started bleeding. Boom. I mean that opened his eye up huge. Yep, and then you're right, dude. Stylebender just fights like he's in a video game. It's a video game. Then you just have to curl up in a ball and stop getting punched. By a guy who looks like he's two weight classes down. First of all, that's hilarious. Break dancing while the guy's being seen by a doctor. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah, dude. There's not a better way to rub it in. He's like, did my line get through when I said, oh, you're running? Did I go, I, did that, dude, was there cool shit talking? And they go, yeah, he got kicked in the head. He goes, oh, man, that really hurt. He goes, he, do you think he bought it when I said, <laughs> I like it? There you go, dude. I was uh, I was hooking up with this girl, and their husband came home, and then they got a divorce while I was in the room, and I did the robot. <laughs> 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 He's like dancing. You're dancing. Something terrible happens. Yeah, this guy fucking lost his job, and I fucking popped and locked it in front of him. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It sounded like our neighbors were getting live. Yeah. Christine, what was that? That was me. That was breakdancing music. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sharing my audio. <laughs> oh. I haven't been happy for years, Steven. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, honey, look, I know you're not happy, but give me another. Oh, is that Soda doing the worm? Oh. He goes, hey, he goes, heartbeat. She goes, oh, she's cheering it on. She goes, fuck yeah, snap it, lock it, get it. <laughs> and he goes, what was it? Is it me being on business trips? It looks like Black Lou lives in a breakdance studio. He looks like he lives yeah. in the room where uh, we're breaking, practiced. Yeah. And got their, and got their team jackets. <laughs> Remember when fucking yeah, Shooter McGavin got him a fucking practice studio? Yeah, dude. I forgot Shooter McGavin was in that. Yeah, he got him a practice studio. And then now Black Lou lives in it. He lives in the breaking <laughs> practice studio. For you. <laughs> um, yeah, man. That To talk that much shit as much as Costa did, that's fucking crazy to get knocked out the way. Like, I would immediately... Did you see? I wanted my eye to bleed. I was hoping for that. While he was dancing around, did you see Costa just do this breath where he goes? <sighs> he gave yeah, like a real did. like. <sighs> He's like, this is a bad picture, isn't it? Mm, this couldn't have gone worse if you ask me. Hmm. I mean, it's just so funny. He never delivered a, a meaningful shot to Adesanya at all, and Adesanya was hitting tons. And after all of them, he would just go. That is funny. I like your punches. Yeah, Adesanya would hit him with a straight, and he'd be like, yum, 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 yum. No, you'd see, I mean, he would drill him, and he'd be like, oh. yeah. he just goes, I love it. Do more. Did you dip your your hands in sugar, pussy bitch? Oh, yum, yum, yum. Going, What's he doing? He goes, I forgot to tell you. He goes, he thinks losing's winning. <laughs> what was that? What, is that a cartoon that did that? He thinks losing's winning? <laughs> what am I thinking of that? Oh, fuck. That's some movie. Fuck. Some of them remember who's listening. Does this sound familiar at all to you, DJ Lou? You're a good reference guy with us. Somebody goes, oh, it's so-and-so. He thinks losing is winning. <laughs> so it's him like talking shit while getting his ass kicked at some sport. I think it's fighting for some reason. Boxing. Wait, is it uh, Along Came Polly where they're playing basketball? No. No. No, it's like it's got to be more ridiculous than that because it's like that over time. That might be one of the cartoons. <laughs> That's so-and-so. He thinks losing is winning. <laughs> 
and he's just talking shit while getting beat up or getting housed in some sport. That sounds like a family guy to me. Maybe. Maybe. That's Costa, though. Yeah, no shit, man. And then, dude, the guy breakdancing is just so funny. He's like, he goes, I don't remember. I remember talking some shit and I. Shit, is he breakdancing over Oh, man, he he's fucked down. He's good. He's pretty yeah. good. He goes, oh, why did I think I could come with some such poetic grace? I see, uh, man. Is he playing Africa? Who's playing Africa Bambara on their phone? Because he's keeping the time perfectly. They go, no one's playing that. You're hearing that from the knockout. I, uh, oh, no, that's a form of CTE? Is always hearing Africa Bambara? Tell you, in a, in a weird week of all things happening that... Uh, winners and losers that I was not predicting and not seeing. The fucking poet, the goddamn poet won America's Got Talent. I, I mean, saw that. I saw that and was blown away. I saw that and it was blown away. on, man. How is he going to do a Vegas residency of poems? Oh, my Christ. Could you imagine? Dude, that's like where you go to fall asleep after you just lost your ass at the Riviera. You yeah. just walk in and you're like, he's like, up and down, yeah. bet on black, bet on 18. Yeah. There is a bus card. A bus card is always coming. A bus card is something that happens when the deck goes low buffets, unlimited, unlimited buffets. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, it's, like, it's that thing. It's what the fuck are you going to talk about, dude? That's a, but it's not even that. I think he's going to do what he does, and that's what's so crazy about it. It's like women I, with muscular, shiny skin, dancing, leg kicks. <laughs> Poems. <laughs> but he's gonna have a uh, a theater and it's exactly it's like oh man i just got cornholed at the blackjack table he goes you want to go watch this guy talk about his dead aunt who's afraid of racism <laughs> dude this guy's just gotta go stare this guy just wants to go stare at his shoes in a dark room because he lost his son's college phone in a poker tournament yeah so this guy's come out he's like he's like my angelou said it best when she said the cage bird sings but why i ask you why are we all cage birds? You gotta be free in your mind. You gotta be freaking your mind. Just a gambling no, addict. The gambling addict down on his luck. He's just like, what is it? And he goes, if you have white skin, then you have profited. And he's like, man, I, I'm, I'm out $70,000. Yeah. I thought you I was have a problem, devil. White devil, man. man. trying to find his way in the world. And you got your hand on his neck, motherfucker. All right, like, oh one more God. time for Brandon, who's here every night at 7 p.m. <laughs> Jeff Denham's going to be coming around tomorrow night with <laughs> on a stick. Make and, sure you check out there in the Wolf's Den. And, uh, and a guy going to be doing the hits of Three Dog Night. And a guy you've never heard of, Elijah Kensington, coming next. <laughs> with this dangerous magic. He's Canada's number one dangerous magician. All right, and now here's some woke poetry. A <laughs> uh, little kitten's going to be here next week playing at the bar. The all male Ariana Grande cover band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget to check out Thunder Down Under. Five <laughs> hunks that want to give you a steamy time here in Las Vegas. The Australian Review. Yeah, dude, when that guy is six months. go check out Brandon as he goes and tells you depressing stories from black history in a very, very awkward tone. Don't forget to catch the new show Sickle Cell at the <laughs> his battle with a blood disease that's racist. I'm going to have to Vegas it up. They're going to have to have him doing poetry while like, like 
sky dancers are like, dude, <laughs> dude, you know me, dude. All these like people eating flames as he's like, <laughs> as I watch the block get hot, as the block gets hot enough to kill my cousin Saquon. And she's just like, how Saquon, yeah. you were a friend, you were more than a cousin, you were a friend, a king, a mentor, a legend. Yeah, a clown on a talking bike goes up. He goes, Hi, I'm Francesca. I'm the naked <laughs> I'm the naked mermaid that's gonna be swimming behind you as you do the story of losing your grandma to brain cancer. Oh, I mean a rapper would make more sense. Way more sense. Anything I the two things that stuck out to me when you were talking about America's Got Talent this season is why would you give it to a child being in Vegas? And that is the same logic of why would you give it to a fucking poet? It was five. Listen, there was another very short-lived show, I think, on the CW network or something. One of them cranked out a thing that was smart. And I watched a few episodes, but I said it was just like kind of produced, and it was like on an off channel, so I just didn't really catch it much. But it was uh, it used a lot of the people from America's Got Talent. It used a lot of them. What do you mean? And- um, it had a lot of the same contestants, minus the music and the show. It was all like what would be a Vegas. So then it was it was like the not just like USC's fucking dance squad, like, which was uh, some colleges dance squad made it pretty far this year. It's ridiculous. Um, just a, yeah. What is it? What are you going to take a fucking colleges dance squad and at on Vegas? Like, yeah, it's like it's like, you know, like a cheer squad. Or it's ridiculous. But this show had it was all like. The dance crews that did like the the light wires on their body, or like just crazy, like big showpiece perform magic and shit like that. And it was just those things. It was just those. So that, that was makes more sense. That was much better. But man, America's Got Talent just throws. I mean, the finals had like four children singers in it. Four. It's, it's yeah. I I don't know. Like American Idol, their American Idol's payoff is you get a record contract. They're looking so, for a record deal. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get a record contract. America's Got Talent is such a generic thing that they're like. You get a, and then they fuck comedians because you have comedians get far, and then immediately you have to run into Sofia Vergara and Heidi Klum. I mean, talk about a worst. I mean, Sofia Vergara and Heidi Klum could acknowledge that something on stage was pretty uh, to look at and like uh, skillful at execution. Well, comedy like I don't like when he said the thing about America being the best. I don't understand like when he said that joke about that thing he come and said to me before. And Heidi Klum meanwhile goes, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't like it. You, I, <laughs> it hurt my head to think about it, and I don't like it. Dude. You're not funny. Funny to me is, have you seen a small bird eat a food? That is funny to me. That is funny to me. Have you seen, you saw, we watched it on the show, right, when Sophia Vergara didn't know the name of the person she was voting for? Dude, I was at my, grandma. <laughs> I was at my grandma's and I fucking... Have we watched it on the show? show? No. Oh, dude, that's the best when she goes, she goes, she goes, goes Sophia, it comes down to you, who do you vote for? And she goes... That guy! She goes... Mm, and he goes... He's like, or Terry Crews like, this well, one over here? This Howie one, goes, she goes, I'm so excited you have to say the name for me, Howie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, I'm so excited you have to say the name. But she just goes, and he goes, oh, over here? And she's like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's not a card in front of you? There's not. 
Her what? lips are. You don't have a list of just the people still in it. Listen, this is coming from a guy that you, as we all know, does not. I do not know words. I don't know names. I am a dumb piece sure. of shit. No, but you're I, not. I will. I will cop to it and and at least be like, ah, at least let me have the name here, you know. As opposed to, dude, she tried to get out of that. That was great. I texted you guys that because I was watching with my grandma. I was like, man, Sofia Vergara. Vergara. Oh, she's a nitwit. She has no idea what's happening. So, I mean, she just incredible. spaced out. I think you are good for what you do. I mean, but, but back to my, the point I was trying to make was that comedians would make sense in Vegas. It makes sure. sense to give a comic a run, or a magician a run in Vegas, a fucking Jabberwocky group. If there's a dance, if there is a dance group that does that kind of shit, sure, yeah, like sure. Like, like, like very very media heavy or like uh, theatrics heavy dancing, Ma magic, comedy. Two fucking dudes that do cover songs for ex soldiers. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's just like uh, it's just like a dumb like as a show. Not about their service. Here come all the letters. Not about their service or anything like that. But like they went on their final fucking performance was doing. I can feel it coming in the air, and who cares? Well, what the you don't guys are playing it on guitar. Is that I heard for the Vegas show they were slated to try to trigger their PTSD every performance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so they're trying to see each other. There you go. I don't know. I I heard they're going to put an IED somewhere in there and just pull it and see if these guys don't fucking go go crazy. By the way, I wish I had a fucking ball hair's worth of their musical talent. I'm just saying. What is that in a, Vegas? I wish I had a ball's hair worth of everything. Those are like, they're soldiers turned fucking singers. That sounds so cool. No, I was like, well, when I was over there fucking fighting for my country, then I came back here and I can do a pretty good Kenny Chesney. Dan, if you want to do it, me and you can definitely, or me and uh, DJ Lou can definitely, if we went beat for beat and just didn't acknowledge it, that we do these same exact performances as Double, Trouble, Double Dragon. I'll do, I'll do Double Next Dragon. Season. I'll Next season, it's me and you put on like little cowboy outfits and dance around. <laughs> Growing up, we just love cowboy songs so much. And Heidi Klum goes, I like cowboy songs as well. That's oh, why I'm a big hit. fan of yours. Sophia Vergara, oh, we're going to look, we're going to look like, uh, we're possibly, we're, we're gender neutral. She's going to go, just, I love what you guys are doing because Jay? you're a man, but you're wearing the dresses. <laughs> Jay, yeah, we've talked about this. Uh, something I just thought of, completely off topic. How have we not watched Bjork taking apart a television yet? <laughs> have we not? No. Where was it brought to us? Katie told me about it. Katie oh, was like, yeah, you showed us. One? That's right. You showed us at Ari's. It doesn't have a lot of hits on fucking YouTube. Uh, but, oh, yeah. this is. You know, it's, you know it's, it's actually very, very long. Oh, is this? We just know the names. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. I'll bring up Bjork right away. Literally. Oh, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah, fine. Play this, and I'll send you the Bjork takes apart her TV, Christine. I think, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm gonna pick one, and it's going to be. Choose points. Say it out loud. This is television. <laughs> you have to say it out loud. You say it for me. <laughs> are you pointing at Archie? Archie, Archie Williams has one vote. Howie. She couldn't wait. By the way, if, 
Did she play that? Yelled that it out loud. Fucking awkward. She's just like, I bullshit. And because she's Hispanic, she will never get called racist for not memorizing their black names. <laughs> At that point, she was thinking about what she could do. She's like, should I just show my boobs? I show my boobs. I'm out of this thing in a fucking. Howie Mandel would be running out of town if he forgot that uh, black ex prisoner who was released for uh, DNA evidence. Or he would get more shit if he could just call them the Shining. Story. If he called them the Shining. Yeah. Scatman Crothers! <laughs> I want heaps to win! <laughs> yeah. Wee bop 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 Lubega! He doesn't even look like Lubega. Why would you call him that? I want Pink Bombo number five phase number cinco! <laughs> A little bit of Sophia in my life. <laughs> a little bit of Heidi be my wife. A little bit of Howie's all I need. What's Lou Bega up to? Probably still just cash and checks from that fucking smash hit. Well, we do know, uh, Dan, that the right now the musical landscape is a playground and everyone's oh man we've got so much stuff to talk about i we forgot should do it with our guests we should yes yes but real quick i just want to get a, i sent you the videotape christine we have to make sure we watch this oh, video pop this on right now we're not have to take a break yet i mean we kind of do though soon i'll have a minute or two yeah but you want to do it you just want to do a fucking little key bump well it might be <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah for sure i mean there's it's like a 40 something minute video the whole no, it's three thirty-five. No, that's what this is. I'm telling you, there's a version of this that is her for an hour. Oh, really? You found a longer version? I think so. And I just like to take apart my TV. Go ahead. Because Play. it's so weird. <laughs> Dude, this is. They say. Oh yeah, it's where she's like. And it looks like the little city. Yeah, just go into the middle, and then we'll just go into the middle, and then we'll break it. We'll break it down right here. Yeah, just uh, yeah. And then we'll break it down at another. Wait, well, you know what? Because of our guest, and she is also quite a talent at the voice work. Also, um, why don't we not do this now and do this also? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I the two things is the new music and then this video. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good hour, dude. That's a good. Hour. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good hour of bonfire. I'll be honest. Might not get to one of them. It's fine. I'm gonna make another coffee. I'm gonna smoke another bowl, and we're gonna get to some bonfire. Yeah, I'm gonna rip that's a bonfire. We're, we're let's fucking. I'm gonna pee for the tenth time. Oh. Hey, do you think I have prostate cancer? No. No. Probably just prostatitis. Sick, dude. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. It is the bonfire. Yeah, ooh, sparking up. Uh, we have the whole crew here, our guest joining us today. I think first time on the show, is this right? I think so. No, no, I've been on the show in studio before. Yeah. I, I was just wasn't, say. I wasn't memorable. Don't you I dare remember. say that. I remembered you, Rachel. <laughs> I tattooed that date on the inside of my foot. We have a, th <laughs> we have a thousand episodes. <laughs> Are we near that? Are we near a thousand episodes or something? Something crazy. about... Well, our guest is hilarious, and she is going to be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, this Wednesday, September 30th. Get tickets to thestressfactory.com. It is the hilarious Rachel Feinstein. Rachel. 
Rachel, you're a mother and a comedian. Sorry, Rachel, I started writing beauty uh, beauty contest songs for yeah. all our female guests. How do you do it? Pulling off a career woman and a mother. <laughs> God, it's so hard to juggle it all as a mother. I was just telling you, I start all my sentences that way right now. As so hard as a mother. As a mother. <laughs> as a mother. You, that's what you have to say, as a mother. As a mother, and then I just pass out drunk right after that. <laughs> that works. But I have to say, I over... Okay, so just learn we're not on video, and I really overthought my dumb outfit because Dan smashed me so hard when I was like, on Colin Quinn's drive-in show. Mm -hmm. I, I really... Jay, I was like obsessing over what to wear. I kept <laughs> changing, really like spiraling. Like, no one cares. No one's going to note it. Like, you're thinking about it. People are going to think you look terrific. I get on... Dan's like, you look like a freshly divorced real estate agent. <laughs> I, kept, I kept calling her Remax Rachel. <laughs> it hurt so bad. And I felt like that. I was like, shit, I always look like a woman trying to get her groove back again. We're always, Rachel, that's the, pro the problem with the dismantling of the, the comedy seller's back table is that we've lost our skills. You're supposed to not take that hard because it's coming from Dan who wears on stage an oversized Andre the Giant sweatshirt. Like it's his boyfriend's, and he's cooking him breakfast in the morning. There it is. That's the way back. That's the way back. You're right. Also, Why is it that I let these people affect my self-esteem? Dan, who who dresses like he's rushing to the hospital to give birth. Schumer that said that. Yeah, he has to go. Yeah, he, he has that bandage, and he has to go to CVS in the middle of the night. Yeah, dude, I've got I've got my powers out, and I've got to go somewhere. Fashion. Um, <laughs> I would, but Jay, I would just keep walking in the in where we were all sitting, and I just walk uh, up to Rachel, and I go, "I'm looking for a two bedroom, not too far away." From <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so bad. I always end up dressing like a district attorney or like a legal assistant or something. Yeah, someone called you a DA, and that fucking nailed oh, it. That was when, that really made me laugh. When you were writing on that pilot that that I did that. Failed, yeah. failed pilots I've done. They trashed me so hard. When I came home, I was like, am I even a woman? Like, did, did, did men register me as a woman at all? Like, you... Giannis and, and then sometimes Sam Morell. Yeah, it was oh. uh, that was a fun room. We just made yeah. fun of Rachel for <laughs> the whole day. Rachel, Rachel and I are on opposite ends of the rainbow of child raising in uh, age-wise. Rachel has a newborn, and uh, Isabella is going to be 18 in two weeks and has... It is. It sucks <laughs> in so many ways. Wow. It's great. It's great because you know she's becoming an adult and like her personality. I love and uh, and hanging out with her in that regard. But uh, she asked for the first thing that I've been like. I don't know. She wants for her birthday when she's eighteen officially to do like an Airbnb with her friends for like <laughs> a night, like in a thing that she sent me the Airbnb. And it's like a party house, clearly. And it's just one of those things where you're like. Oh man! Like oh. Way, I'm thinking myself at 18. I'm like, sure. And no I know way. what happened. To, I know what happened at those. Let's all stay over there places. And you're like, oh man. I know. Oh, it sucks. Oh, no way, and, and I knew you in those old days when you were just slamming puss. Excuse mm, me. Yeah, I regret yeah. saying that, and I'll see myself out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Well, I was, it was just rain and box on me. But from a parent's pers- from a parent's perspective, when they ask, when she asks you, like, "Hey, I've got this awesome," did she do it in the tone when you're asking to stay over to friends? No, nope, no, not at all. It's pretty sweet if you let us stay here. I'll tell you did what. She it is. It, did she call it a study house? Was she? <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's what happened. She smells the past whore all over Christine, so she appealed to her first. And was like, Christine, you're probably a you're probably a bag who did shit like this when you were a child. <laughs> and Christine's like, um, yeah, but you probably should talk to your father. Well, no, she asked her mom and me first to kind of, I think, butter Jay up because Jay's immediate response was like, oh hell no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of. I can't compare it to me. I was living on my own at 18, but I'm like, this is the age kids like after prom they get a house together graduation i'm like yeah. it's the age that this happens so sure. it's tr- it's funny because i moved to new york at 17 with a guy in his <laughs> band called dick sister <laughs> is that real I know, I'm like, 17 <laughs> yes dick sister came to pick me up in a van and my parents were so liberal that my mom was just like on the front lawn in a dashiki like sounds fantastic no follow-up questions i just left with a band called big sister you know what's funny is everyone always shits on like super like a hillbilly conservative families you know that are just like whatever get a gun you're old enough to hunt for yourself you don't think about the far left where they're like that's a real good soul cleansing idea and you're like that's a terrible idea do not let your daughter move to fucking new york at 17 years old i know my mom was just she should have had a follow-up question she was just on the front line like sounds fantastic what a blooming feminist my daughter is i'm like this is not okay i love that so much she's like yeah because where's rachel it's yum kapoor like she left with dick's sister yeah we think she's living somewhere on the lower east side in a flat that used to just be a heroin hangout that's exactly what i was doing exact sentence oh we think rachel sleeps on the floor now <laughs> like that's how exciting but they're like how exciting oh my what god just what, oh, a life what, a, what a vivacious life there was never any question about going to college or anything. They were just like, "Fantastic! I love it." My mom was Hell, waving. My mom, my mom was my mom was white knuckling that middle class. She was like, "Dude, go to fucking college. I go to college. That's all you gotta fucking do." How old were you, How old were you when you started comedy, Rachel? I was like twenty one, I think, to around twenty one. But I I was living with Dick's sister for a while first. He kept dumping me. The head of the head, the lead singer. I'm not okay. going to name drop, but he was so, the uh, singer. Yeah, if you're, gonna, if you're if you're gonna, if you're going to uproot life, it's got to be for the singer and very worst the guitarist. <laughs> and also, he would dump me and then un kind of undump me and take me back. It was so sad. Like I would leave and have to find a, a new friend to stay with in New York, and then he'd be like, all right, I guess you're not dumped. You can come back to Dick's sister. And I'm just how, like, old, how old were they? How old how, were they? How old is he? How old is he? He was like five years older than me. It was probably illegal now it that is, I yeah. control down memory lane. <laughs> if I, also, if you're his roommate and you're just like, hey, cool, man, and he goes, so I'm in this band, Dick's sister. This is my girlfriend, Rachel. And then you go to the bathroom. I go, hey, man, um, <laughs> how old is Rachel? Then he goes, yeah, really. she's 17. And you go, uh, yeah, that that's not gonna fly here. Because that's it is here in New York. It's legal here, buddy. That's why we moved. Hey, I'm gonna have so many seventeen-year-olds over here, and you go, no, that's not. I can't live with you. Nobody okay. asked any follow-up questions in Dick's sister. It was just four guys with blow all over their nose. Oh man! And then you're just seventeen, full of life. You don't need coke. You I thought need- I 
loved him so much. I was like, if I can just hook my wagon onto his, I'll be, I was, all I wanted was just to be Dick's sister's girlfriend. So each dumping and undumping was so painful for me. You know, what did you, roller coaster. have you followed? Yeah. Where's Dick's sister now? Have you put a tab on him? You know, I've talked about this before on podcasts and people have like tagged me in old Dick sister flyers and stuff like that. But they did break up because he sent me an email when I was on last comic standing asking to get coffee. Nice <laughs> move. I never want to get coffee with but you, anyone. But but technically because Dick sister broke up after you guys broke up, you didn't Yoko Dick sister. I was kind of the Yoko because the band hated me. They wanted me out of the house. And ultimately, with, oh. with my final dumping, the one that took, like, that's the one where I realized it was real. And my dad had to come back up to New York in the grocery getter and, like, move me out and help me find an apartment. It was, it was dark. That oh. final one, they were all like, yeah, let's get the band back. You know, I was holding them back. Basically. Did he ever try? Yeah, they wanted to jam after you got kicked out. They, wanted, they felt like jamming. Did they try? Did they try? Why were they? Did they not like you? Did they try to groupie you? And you were like, "No, I'm with the Dick sister." Not the well, I went on. I went on tour with them once, which just consisted of like two dive bars in, in Michigan, I think. Sick. And I remember being in the bathroom on tour at like some place we were staying, and the guys were like, "Dude, you gotta let her go, dude. She's holding us back. It's not a cool vibe." Bro, it's not she's, not she's not allowed into the places we perform. <laughs> yeah, we can't see rated R movies until next week. When it's over. <laughs> I can't have her go get me a pack of smokes. I want a pack of smokes, and she can't get one for me. Would the irony be if Isabella, if we say we can't, she can't do this Airbnb, and she goes, "Fine, then I'm leaving with Dick's sister." Like, what? They're back. The van's outside. <laughs> get in, Isabella. That's always the challenge, right? Where how do you say no just enough? So that they don't turn into a godless whore. It's such yeah. a, the math is so tricky. I agree. And I'm, I, that's what I'm working on. I'm, I'm actually probably, I mean, to some degree, I, I, she's probably gonna, I'm probably going to let her do this. I'm not paying for it necessarily. And like, you know, I'm going to talk to her and tell her how much I'm taking her word for here. And like, you know, it, it is what it is ultimately. But I'm, I'm certainly not paying for it. And I'm definitely not the parent that's like, I know where you guys are, so I'm gonna get you some booze so you can do this. And, no, man. and it, it's like, man, nah, I, you nah, know what's nah, my nah, nah. my mom my mom teetered that line real close. She did want... was the line, dude. No, 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 she she didn't want to be the lady that bought booze, but she definitely let that shit go. Down. She like, hey, you and she was like, hey, uh, you and fucking Fartbox want to come over and rip a few tall boys and watch the game? <laughs> Not at all. It, it was shout out to Joey Owens. It was Joey Owens came over and me and him drank uh, cranberry vodka with Barton's vodka. My mom's like, I got some shit vodka you guys can have. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that I love Trish. Yeah. <laughs> she should not teach parenting classes. No, but she got she got it through. <laughs> Listen, dude, if you're saying if you look at parenting like an investment, Trish got a fucking 2013 forerunner out of this whole fucking investment. <laughs> I could yeah. see Trish just smoking Virginia Slims in the back, like letting the boys be the boys. Like she didn't, she I quit smoking, like, but she would really? have she would have a drink, and then she'd come out and she'd be like, "Hey guys, all right, don't be too loud. We could get high in the garage." Really? Was, yeah, that was like where we'd get stoned is in the garage. The fact that Tom, the fact that uh, that Dan didn't end up becoming a member of Motley Crue is beyond me. 
oh man we, we had the bone phone and then we just smoke fucking we do uh when when she wasn't there she wasn't there most of the day uh -huh. and, you know colorado high school you get out at like fucking 12 30 or one o'clock that's why i don't know proper words <laughs> but we would we'd go do gravity bong hits in my garage and it'd just be like six or seven kids just stoned off their ass 30 is supposed to be at 12 30 is like the middle of the school day no nah, man that was like six period you, you were done after six period if you loaded your schedule if you loaded your schedule periods one through six you were done at sixth period so 12 35 you're done Home. What do you sacrifice? You have to be there earlier? Yeah, you'd have to be there first periods at 7.15. I don't know. When I went to high school, it was the schedule of high school was completely just yeah, everybody, but, everybody went from like whatever it was, you know, like I, 8 to 8 to 3 or something. Rachel, I don't know about you, but Jay, my high school had an open campus, so we could you could go and leave. And like go get lunch. Yeah, we could back. leave too. And there was like a, a two people that would chase you. There was one like old lady with like peach hair, and everybody called her Mean Jean, and she had this like fat Cadillac. And we would be like, "Oh shit, there's Mean Jean!" Terrified <laughs> of Mean Jean. But she would like, come out with her helmet hair and just be like, "You, you, you, back in the Cadillac." So you could. So you actually. So you couldn't actually like leave dance school. We could leave, say, oh, but if we were caught doing something bad. Me gotcha. and would stop us in the back of her car. And again, all this sounds very illegal. I it went to like a public school. Yeah, I don't but think me and Jean would chase us. We were always like running from this slow elder that we were frightened by. For no, some no, reason. My high school straight up had a smokers, a smoking section. Jesus no, what? I swear to God, Smoky Hill High School had <laughs> Smokers Corner in 1998 and 1999. Also, Dan doesn't know this, but it's not normal. But also, Dan's school stopped at 10th grade. It wasn't that he stopped at 10th grade. It just ends at 10th grade. They don't have anybody in all of Denver to teach 11th and 12th grade curriculum. We don't know where those fancy pants are. Those, goes, those are for coastal goes, elites. You don't. You don't need geometry to be a cowboy. Listen, if you don't know storm systems by the time you're sick, <laughs> it is dead. Can he, right? yeah. Yeah. Can, he gut, can he gut and skin an elk? Well, then he's good. Here's, a, here's the ABCs. Drip dry, learn how to fire the <laughs> and learn that the land gives you what you put into it. Stay so, away from asbestos insulation. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, them damn locusts show up any moment we're all left. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would, but my high school, you could go. There was like a smoking section. You could, and then they it got they got rid of it. I think my junior senior year, but it was oh, fucking they classed forever. up the joint. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of bougie motherfuckers moved in, and we're not allowed to have a smoking section. <laughs> all of a sudden, me and yeah, all of a sudden, me and Mister Tomlinson can't rip a butt together. It was a growing process. Uh, and you know what's funny is you guys both know I started smoking very young at twelve years old, but I would quit. To play Me football, I, I would I would quit when it would be football season. But I remember my freshman year of high school. All I want I didn't want to go to two a days. All I wanted to do was rip butts with all the fucking. And it was all my fucking middle school friends were the ones hanging out with. They're like, "Look at Edder going to football practice," and I'm just clicking along in my fucking cleats on the pavement, walking to the practice field like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you walk there in your cleats. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, you had to put your cleats on outside and then, you know, got to walk over some concrete sometimes. All, all the, like, shit bags and the bangers at my dumb high school had the same exact accent, but it was like that Merlin kind of, like, Baltimore trash. Uh, yeah, the mid-Atlantic yeah. mid where they're like, hey, what's up, Rachel? You going home? Where are you going? <laughs> yes, and one of my best friends who, speaking of godless horrors, her mom was a godless horse, so we hung out there all the time, and her mom would just, like, yeah. eat with Mac and, like, drink and, like, weep about some ex-husband or some shit and, and we would go out and i remember my friend was like she was like if you listen really hard to my mom's story you can hear the fuck sounds and that was like considered cool like to listen to her mom's yeah. fuck sounds. Oh, quite the opposite because if trish if trish and joe were in the bag and they were banging it out usually one of my friends was like i don't want to stay here anymore and i'm like i know i know i know, I know. I know. why would that be like a why would that be a desired activity? And it was her mother. She's like, y'all want to hear fuck sounds or not? Yeah. <laughs> y'all better fucking fly right or you're not going to hear Leroy pound me out of <laughs> And they had this dog named Keener. And she'd be like, Keener, get the fuck out. Right? Uh, yeah. You want to hear fuck sounds? Only three you can pick yeah. that corridor to listen to fuck sounds. <laughs> like the mom announcing it. <laughs> Bill's, about, Bill's about to go turn me inside out. Y'all need anything before I go up? She goes, well, I'm feeling like getting treated like an old catcher's mitt tonight. So Y'all about to hear some fireworks. He goes, if you guys, he if you guys hear some thumping, get out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was always first in line for fuck sounds. I don't know why. I was like, I don't want to hear them shits. And I'd run and I'd have my dumb little cup of strawberry boons and I would just quietly listen to the fuck sounds. Oh, I, would, I would absolutely listen to the most... <laughs> The most heinous of looking parents of my friends. If they were like, you want to hear him fuck? Like, my absolutely. My absolutely. Friend, my friend Byron, uh, one of my best friends since I was a kid, my friend Byron has this very specific laugh where he goes, Yee! like it goes really yeah. high or whatever. So whenever he would hear my mom and Joe banging, he'd go, Yee! just start laughing like that. He'd go, shut up, Byron. Shut the fuck up. We can't watch TV if you laugh. We have to go in my room. It was fucking <laughs> terrible just be aware are you going to be aware of your fuck sounds for your daughter rachel when she grows up i that's a very good question i'm going to try to keep it down i mean yeah. i don't i don't bring a lot of bells and whistles into the bedroom no one's <laughs> even lied to me and said that i was the best they've ever had no one has looked me in the eyes and been able to say that i'm i just i don't bring a lot to the table i don't like so you don't you don't want your, you don't want your daughter to be underwhelmed she's okay. like yeah i guess my mom shows up for no. work oh. yeah my fuck sounds stink yeah, yeah. it's, it's very goes, basic that's my mom she's a dead lay <laughs> <laughs> i call her mama starfish I don't think she does much. my dad I, I, I talked to dad it yeah. sounds like, she, like she's just doing him the favor you know what i mean <laughs> the one hey, I dad, didn't you say once that you were like that too like i don't like a lot of foolishness i just like to keep things pretty easy i think you said that once you're somewhat similar like you don't bring a lot of I mean, I don't, I don't know about a lot of bells and whistles, but I, I <laughs> remember the only time I remember seeing my dad after he banged, the, I think the lady that gave him hep C, uh, Jeanette, <laughs> Jeanette, she was she was Fat Tit Neal's mom. I told you guys about her. She was, the, she was the one where Fat Tit Neal had the bedroom in the garage, and, uh, and he got mad at my dad for not running cable to it because my dad was splitting the cable illegally. <laughs> What's up? And, and I just remember sleeping on her. Yo, Gary, splice me off some. <laughs> For real. For real. And that big nippled weirdo was just screaming at my dad. And my dad was like, Fuck. my dad snapped at him. And I was like, damn. We just Put even cable in my treehouse. 
<laughs> but I remember um, sleeping on her itchy ass couch in her living room and uh, hearing fuck sounds. My dad just take it to Jeanette. <laughs> and, you felt a sense of family pride, didn't you? Dude, for real. It was, it was the first time. I that sure. pussy for the sodas. Uh, Can we get that hashtagging, everybody? Take it to Jeanette. Hashtag take it to Jeanette. I just heard, that needs to be a term that's uh, used whenever you, you really give, give somebody a good, proper pounding. Yeah, I just heard Foo Fighters, my hero. Uh, yeah. That was all I heard. It was like, doo, 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 doo. but he, I just remember him coming out of the bedroom in underwear. And he looked at me like, whoo! <laughs> he did it on his way to the bathroom. He was like, you good, buddy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm rocked. <laughs> was like, oh, man. Was like, when he went to the bath, did you hear him? Did you hear that noise when he went to the bath? Yeah, the, the post comp. No, so, no, 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 not just that. Do you hear the first thing we hear? You always never. You always wonder why he would go for a second. Oh, and it's because uh, it's, son of a bitch. He's got he's he's pulling his underwear away from his dick from his dick hole. <laughs> oh yeah, the the peel off. Yeah, he's got the fucking. Ooh. Yeah, it's like opening any kind of candy that has caramel exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that sting. Ooh, that sting. Oh, oh guy. Oh, guy. Well, uh, Rachel, I'm excited to know if you get into, like, mom TV. Like, if you start watching, like, daytime TV talk shows, like uh, Kelly Clarkson's show. We watch them all. No, all I want to, all I watch is murder. Really, I can't go to sleep until I've seen like a forensic files and a wives with knives. I just I mean, it, was Pete, it was Pete that was watching. Like he handled his having a baby and pandemic anxiety by just like he over researches everything. So every night I come to bed, he would be like in his fireman uniform watching like Jackson's tummy time tips. Just some twat. Like with our first son Jackson, he was really good with the sleep sack. Yeah. Not so great. And I was just like, can we just watch? like the ted bundy doc or something like That's all so funny was the like thought diaper of, hacks you the hate thought of your, the, the thought of your husband covered in soot after just saving a family of four from a fucking four alarm fire and he's watching some fucking minnesota housewife go when they spittle you're gonna want to wipe it and then throw it away and he just watched uh, two hours earlier, he just heard, Adios mio, please save my baby. Please save my baby. Everything burning. And he's just quietly at home watching that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that's Back cool. to back. Ask him when you guys see him. I'm not making this up. That's all he wants. I couldn't deal with even their voices. I was like, I can't fucking listen to that woman. Well, I can't listen to her talk about her. There's nothing yeah, worse. Yeah, her talking about her son, Runner. It infuriates me. That it's name, it makes me so hostile. It's a horrible name. But those are, you know saying, but those are, there is that pompous nature. We've watched videos in this show before, the pompous nature of the moms who were like, this is the way it should all happen. Like, remember the, yeah. lady, the, the same lady that she was like breastfeeding till the kids were six. And then yeah. she like, she had the birth in the bathtub because it's better to do it at home. And the whole, and like, shut the fuck shut up. Shut up, lady. No I, also make, I also make, I start making out with my children at 13 until they're 18. She goes, honestly, <laughs> uh, making your, making your son ejaculate is actually a good thing. It shows it's, him. It, 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 build, it builds bonds that run for know, a lifetime. It does become sexual at a certain yeah. point. It does. At a certain point, you're just, you're 69ing. Yeah, just like I just want my son. I want my son to come in me, completing the process. A seven-year-old shouldn't be. Uh, a seven-year-old boy shouldn't be sucking on his mom's tit. Sucking on my titties like it's I'm. No, uh, it's, too it's too close to a year where you are going to start realizing you enjoy the sight of tit. Yes, no, I mean, I I can't relate to any of that stuff, and that's why when I was like get pregnant, I was like, I just needed to find like mothers I could relate to because I feel like on Instagram. All their IG headings like say stuff like 
like boxed wine is my juice box. Like that's always uh, what's been so advertised good. to me. That's always the type of mother that's like shown to you. It's never like just the cool, normal people. It's always like, why do I have to have the sense of humor of like a weather girl from Ohio? You can either way. It's like they're, they're, they're laughless. Like they laugh at only children shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, over have a kid stuff. Or exactly. Or it's just like, ah, it's all worth it once they go to bed. You can get a little of uh, your old uh, wackity whack. Yeah, on, they you know? always, every mom on TV is like, they do, they're always like taking imaginary risks. Like, all right, guys, nothing you're going to do. Arrest me. I'm having some wine. I'm like, no one's going to arrest. That's perfectly legal and reasonable. I just, yeah. I didn't think about I've that. Been snorting, I've been snorting Oxycontin. <laughs> I've been everyone. I've just been. What, <laughs> I am cruising through the month of October. Ran into, ran into a dicey ex-boyfriend at the grocery store and now I'm <laughs> lines of meth but, but little runner's asleep and if he wakes up I'll put him to sleep for good with a pillow Anyways, this is my recipe called my social security number um, almost sound like white trash like you can see that being screamed in like a, a trailer as well like boomer tank runner get over here yeah. get the shit yeah but if they have sweaters on then you're like damn you guys are really rich boomer um, Rachel, I never thought about that. All those moms do have toss it back to the main desk punch lines. <laughs> they go, um, there she is. So hopefully that storm doesn't come in too soon. Thanks again, Rachel. Coming up, a gas leak could be affecting you. Uh, well, Rachel, the reason I brought up mom TV is bars. Uh, I saw on Twitter, Barstool Sports tweeted this out, and a couple other people did. Someone tagged us in a tweet of kelly clarkson is doing the you know she does like daytime tv it's rough also uh, her new season she's going to be wearing uh an eye patch that's pretty cool what? a decent yeah. outfit Why? She, got eye, she got an eye infection but you oh, think she's famous enough they would get her like you know a well-fitted or maybe even like you know design an eye patch for her it is just the one you get at a deli <laughs> next to the fucking uh carmax oh it's man just, I, I hope it's, it's like my, my friend eric's when we were in elementary school and he had a stigma and it's like the one with the little the golf ball marks on it you know this <laughs> has got tape and she's like hi everyone <laughs> no it's really weird looking at her uh, her eye patch well uh, she she has... acknowledge it at all in the commercial Oh, it's wait the, the eye patches. Oh, what the fuck? Oh my God, no! You have to address that. You can't just go rogue with the patch. On. That's all yeah. people are gonna look at. I remember. I mean, she it, but it's like get a better eye patch. I mean, I remember the winter yeah. sea a little bit different. I remember. <laughs> I remember American Idol with Paula, Randy, and Simon. Oh my God. Those were bitter waters. <laughs> she has a she does a digital like audience kind of like WWE a couple other shows are doing this but this clip is weird as fuck she plays first off Vin Diesel has a song out is this his first song I hope not for the sake of this show yeah does I he sure have like a catalog not. because it, it just seems like Vin Diesel's new song seems like he may have a catalog <laughs> I can't, I'm still digesting that he has a song out. And me too. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear it, Rachel. Because Diesel's got a song out. Come see it. We, you, know, you know how important family is. <laughs> it's all about family. Oh, God. Is it like a slow guitar kind of like, you know, what really matters? Yeah, get ready, oh, Rachel. Get ready to, to groove. I'm, I'm very excited. This is new to me. I've heard it. I would say it's a, it's a nice crunchy groove. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would describe. Right. Actually, you, no. This you, is, you, let, let's take that baseline. For he goes. Actually, let me explain this, Vin Diesel. This is a pretty good crunchy <laughs> move. You're gonna now when the strings it. come in, you're gonna melt. It's called feel like I do. So there's a couple different clips, uh, Dan. The one you sent me is a little shorter, and it was just the dancing audience. I can play that from there. We can see the whole Kelly Clarkson. Do the whole clip, dude. We got Rachel here. Let's fucking hang. I'm ripping bowls. <laughs> a special message from our friend Vin Diesel, who actually has a new single dropping today. Check this out. Kelly. Yes. I'm so honored. Why would you do this? That's so weird. Oh, Pause that's it. so it's great. To do. For those of I you who can't it. see, it's him in a track jacket and sunglasses behind a microphone in a recording studio. Really to sell the idea that he's having a wow. song coming out. Hey, I'm working on my next single now. Oh, I didn't see you come in there. I was just recording a <laughs> song called Dance, Dance, Drive Fast. Sorry, I was just, put, I was, I was just in my 9,563rd hour of my 10,000 hours. A lot, of, a, lot of people, a lot of people call me the Bob Dylan of drag racing. Yeah. And I really... Well, if you set up a hammock in the studio, you never have to leave it. <laughs> Shit, baby, I want to hear the fuck sounds. Turn down, dance, dance, drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, let's hear it, dude. Let's get in. Oh, hey, Kelly Clarkson, you surprised me. Oh, I didn't realize you were filming today. <laughs> Kelly, I am so honored to be able to debut my music on your show. I was going to say, pausing again, I'm sorry. I was going to say he's a jerk off for wearing glasses inside already, sunglasses, but I got to be honest. Harsh light in that room. Yeah, dude. I didn't know he fucking recorded really, he recorded well, an yeah. operating room. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to hear his music because I'll tell you what, whatever the vibe in the studio is, so the music I'm not going to enjoy. <laughs> he goes, hey, goes for this record, I really want you to make me feel like I'm in like a low level DMV, <laughs> bright lights. You keep on knocking, but you can't come in. Yeah. Maybe he has a rancid eye, too. It's fucking yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking him and Kelly Clark. I'm sorry I met you at that Eskimo kiss party. Yeah. Or was it butterfly kiss party? That's Man, week. crazy. We were both eating the same butt like Lady <laughs> the Tramp. <laughs> we, had, we, both, we both licked the vagina of the same person with a farting problem. Yeah. <laughs> And now we have matching leaking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm excited to hear this. Because you, since you first have one idol. What? And till today have somehow maintained your authenticity. I am blessed that on a year that I would normally be on a movie set. Okay. But as you know, that's not possible. <laughs> I've had another creative outlet. Answer to being cooped up inside. Oh man, oh the man. World, hey, the world needs diesel. That is the he just he just college freshman pulled out his acoustic guitar and goes, Can I play you some Dave Matthews? Band? <laughs> yes. I have another creative outlet outside of playing Vin Diesel in every movie. All you do is you're supposed to be muscly and mean. Sometimes I'm Vin Diesel and I'm a nice guy who takes care of kids and beats up people. And sometimes I'm a bad guy and I beat up people. Sometimes I wear sunglasses when I fight. Sometimes I wear sleeves when I talk to people.
That's he's the kind of guy that would like walk you through sex with him like he would shush you when you weren't excited he'd be like shh baby it's all right it's all right i got you baby shh, shh, shh. don't get so excited one moment at a time unacceptable i feel like he's the non-stop talk during the blow job like do the bottom yeah. <laughs> back to the top just do the top now with your hand yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even yeah. when you're doing even when you get it, he's like yeah yeah like that like now, 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 back to the top. Now, rep, yeah, now rep. way too much positive reinforce. Yeah. Now, sign. Oh, you're doing real good. You're doing real good. Baby. Now, real sign good. your sign your name in ASL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't wait because you've, Rachel. I just want to thank you for being on this episode because <laughs> ever since I met you, you have retained your authenticity. <laughs> I'm glad I'm I get blessed. to. Sh- I'm very blessed I get to share me pooping out of my mouth and into <laughs> a record. <laughs> I'm, by the way, I've never been more excited for a, a track release in my life. Man, I hope I like it. I've heard a little of it, and you know, it's it's groove. It's a groove. It's a mood. Vin Diesel. Did you, re- did you just realize you're going to be seeing him soon? <laughs> I know that was like. I'm like, what is he? What angle does he have? With I should have told you guys. I'm in Fast and the Furious Twelve. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Aurora Drift. Yeah, they have. They, have, they actually have to drift around my head. And, uh, <laughs> they say the gravity pull fucking kills them. No, it's it's garbage. I just don't want to fucking blow it before we hear it. I've had another creative outlet, another way to show you or share with you my heart. <laughs> and to that end, uh, one of the people that first believed in me was Kygo. So, uh, I am now DJ? going to debut. I believe so. It's yeah. a DJ. You guys got, who's which, part, which part of that was more difficult for you guys? To that end or Kygo? They're, they're <laughs> tough. It's tough. It's a Sophie's choice. I was thinking if Kygo is a character in a movie where I didn't know. I was like, is that when, when he fought on Mars and he couldn't see anything? He goes, Kygo, you've returned with yeah. your army. I thought it was a I thought it was a Japanese animation character. Oh and then Kyle came out and he goes, he's a little tiny furry yellow thing with so a lot of people. He speaks to me at night and he was like, Vin, get on that mic and drop the hotness. A lot of people don't know I had a real big head injury when I was in Fast and the Furious Four. <laughs> a Japanese a yeah. Japanese grasshopper animated uh, with big eyes, so he's cute. <laughs> I've been quarantined so long, I forget if I'm Hobbs or Shaw. So I wrote a song about that. I wrote, I wrote a line of dialogue in one of the movies, live long enough to be Hobbs until you're a Shaw. I don't know if that's how that goes. Here's my music. This, this next song's called I Am Not, Nor Am I Related to the Rock. I'm Not Rock. I'm Not Rock is my new first single. Christine, did you find out who Kygo is? I like Vin, Vin Diesel debuts a new song. The song's called Feel Like I Do. It's like just things that no one else can relate to. He goes, Have you guys ever had your dick look all wrinkled because it never stops being wet? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Have you guys ever been at a party and you had sex with every girl that was in the room? From what I from what I've heard, it sounds uh, like a song you would think Vin Diesel to make. It sounds like it's hookah rock lounge. Like hookah lounge rock. So Kygo is a Norwegian DJ. Ah, yes, of course. Kygo's very good. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, a uh, very got that, big fun. 
We watched like a bit of his. He has a Netflix special. Yes, of course he does. He is very oh. popular in Scandinavia. And very good. What? Kygo. Kygo. Yeah. That's Kygo. Yeah, yeah. You know Kygo. <laughs> They're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not handing out comedy specials, but they have a special of a DJ playing in front of a crowd. Netflix will give you an hour. If you can shit out your hip, Netflix will give you an hour. They are. You're right. They are I have to get a clock me bag. They are desperate to give anybody that isn't a comedian an hour comedy special. You're right. We're, we're heading back to like prop comedy. I feel like that's, that's where it's going. Crazy. It's back to props. It's crazy. Get my hat box. If they told me that they were all going, if they were going for like one niche audience, I'd be like, oh, okay, that that, that seems weird As for the major streaming platform, just to be like, hey, let's do an hour special with someone that really doesn't know what they're doing. That's smart. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're hanging out with Rachel Feinstein. You can catch her the thirtieth Wednesday at the Stress Factory. Go to stressfactory.com for tickets to that. She is hilarious, and uh, we'll be right back. It's me and Dan Soder. And Dan Soder, who is now streaming on Pandora and SiriusXM, and coming soon to other streaming platforms. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm going to go stream your special live at Webster Hall on YouTube for free. Welcome back to the quarantine tapes. On the Bonfire Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95. I'm Dan Soder. That is Big J Okerson, whose special live at Webster Hall is available for free stream on YouTube. Go watch it, dude. Go bathe in that free stream. No, don't be stupid. Go, don't do that. Go listen to Dan's album, Son of a yeah. Gary. Now in audio on Pandora and Sirius XM, and probably going to be coming to some streaming shit pretty soon. No. No, I'll tell you what you can do. You can buy tickets to see our guest, Rachel Feinstein. She's going to be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, September 30th. Go to StressFactory.com for tickets. We're talking about Vin Diesel's sick-ass song. I can't take it anymore. I have to hear Vin Diesel's music. Let's do it, dude. You want to, Oh, wait. You mean you want to feel like I do? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> God, we have fun on this show. Christine? The first song on Kygo's label feels like I do. I hope you like it. All right, well, that was a sweet message, Vin Diesel. Thank you for the sweet words. And before we get to the music, I just want to say thank you so much to all my guests this hour. Queen Latifah, Sabrina Carpenter, Machine Gun Kelly, Brenda Gant, and Terrell. Now, without further ado, how, many fucking, wait, 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 wait. how hey, fucking well, long is her show? I don't know if I got my... I love. I have to say this. She goes. I want to thank all my guests, actual musicians who make actual music, who are not playing it on the show. And now we're going to go to a longtime actor and have his music play. Was, it, by the way, by the way, all those people. No, Dan, they were all at the same time. They were doing a read. They were doing a read through <laughs> of a, a Fast and Furious Part Two. They did, uh, they, they did a script. They did a really? table read. No, no, no. But wouldn't that make worse than the old? That would make, that's they did a table read of a Vin Diesel movie, and then Vin Diesel sang music. God damn it. Why did I believe that? that was, why was it that happened. dumb? I'm like, really? Well, that sounds fantastic. Gang, we should go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I stink. Kelly Clarkson, they're like, listen, to get a full show, show out of her, we need 17 guests. So <laughs> we'll start booking. Come on, y'all. Let's get nasty. Feel like. 
Oh, yeah, dude, that's it. Let's that's see. the album cover? Yeah. A straight shot up the old nostrils, huh? Good yeah. for him. All right. Terrell. Now, without further ado, here's a sneak peek of Vince's collaboration with Kygo. Feel like I do. Also, oh, one more. I think go back, go back oh. to the, him saying, I'm sorry to make you go back. This is 118 in. Go back to, it's only a one minute long song, by the way. Go back to Vin Diesel's last word when he smiles at the very end there. I think you and Vin Diesel have the same mouth and teeth, Dan. Yeah. Vin Diesel's got a soda gap. I, think <laughs> that, I, mean, the gap, I don't know if you know the gap. It's like you guys just have a. Similar mouth. <laughs> uh, are you trying to kiss Vin Diesel, dude? I don't know. It's the only way I'll be able to tell if you guys have the same mouth, though. <laughs> it's lock in. Just look at the mouth. Uh, one of the people that first believed in me was Kygo. I don't think so. so. Uh, I am now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That. Him opening his mouth like that and seeing the teeth. We have very similar mouths. It's a very mouth. You have Vin Diesel mouth, dude. Dude, all I'm mush mouth. That's why I'm so mush mouth. Welcome to my new game. We're gonna start playing on the show. Is it Vin Diesel or Dan's mouth? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 all right, let's get to the jam, dude. One eighteen. Wow, he is. Uh, he's not good at music. Uh, he goes. Song. He goes. Do you? Uh, whenever you walk in a room, are you tired? Then do you lay down? <laughs> yeah. I guess we could turn this into a song. I go later, vice versa. One of them owes the other one a favor. I feel like Rachel feels inspired. This is going to be her wake up and take on the day music. I do feel kind of aroused. <laughs> yeah. Feels like I do. He goes. I killed Paul Walker. I cut his brakes. You're like, oh. <laughs> some of the lyrics. You know, did he admit to murder? Hey, Kyson, let's think of the uh, non-singers who have just been like, because, look, we always talk about, and we hate, for sure. Uh, or I shouldn't say we hate, because some of them are good people. Uh, uh, and some of them are, but someone, pe someone comes way out of left field, like famous from something else, and it's like, well, that thing's not working out. Like, I'll just do stand-up comedy. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that happens. So like uh, in yeah, like Pitt, stuff, like Jeremy Piven, we've gone sure. over a couple of them. Yeah, right, exactly. So like, so like magicians uh, and stuff. Or like magicians, hilariously, I'm saying uh, Dude, magicians, magicians, fucking magicians. No, all musicians. I wonder if like career long musicians who have dedicated it all to that, they must hate like the Keanu Reeves and the yes. Johnny Depp's and the whatever. You know, what I mean, the guys are like, no, I'm also in a band now. But Johnny Depp mm -hmm. apparently was in a band before acting. Yeah, I think a lot of them are. I think a lot of these guys are like acting. I I, I don't know uh, like how much time comedy you can sink in every night. You can go on the weekends. You can just make it your thing. I think music is a thing where you can rehearse with your band and write songs and shit. Acting, I'm sure you could do the same, but I think a lot of actors also. You guys want to hang out tonight and act a scene? <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like what an awful <laughs> hang. <laughs> Well, that's why there's a lot of dildos in acting because they're just like, "Hey, do you want to you want to come read a sonnet with me?" And you're like, "I would rather fall off a building." I was like, "Hey, you want to come over and do Chasing Amy later?" He goes, "You mean watch Chasing Amy?" He goes, "No, no, no, no." I go, "Oh, no, no, no. I gotta cauterize my I gotta cauterize my dick tip on my stove." <laughs> that's disgusting. There's something also just about a headshot. Just like I remember. Oh. Kind of having a crush on this guy and then just seeing his stack of headshots at his house. <laughs> just like, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe in him as a man. It was just like, and he had a headshot of him on a swing. A oh. grown man having a fun-loving moment on a swing. It's Can not okay. This? 
can I guess? He's not holding the chains for the, from the thing, though. He's just letting him hit his shoulders, and he's leaning forward a little bit. Uh, yes! No, you know why? Because he takes risks. <laughs> because I'll tell you what. Because I'll tell you what. Even though I'm sympathetic, I'll go there. Is there anything more pussy than a bad boy actor? It's, it's like, so God, sad. I remember there was this one guy up. in acting class I kind of believed in as a man, and then I saw him do that really commit to the hip roll, a frontal hip roll exercise. Ew. Oh, disgusting. Ew. I just really think like anyone dangerous isn't also on a movie set having makeup put on them. You know? Maybe Danny Trejo. Maybe. No, actually, Maybe. definitely Danny Trejo. He spent yeah. many, many years in jail. Listen, those he, just, looks, he, he looks the part. Now, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying there's guys that come out of prison, and then they're like, hey, you could act. You should act. And they're like, yeah, that's better than me killing people in my neighborhood. I'm talking about the people that are like, we're theater actors, and then they're into acting, and they're like, he's a real problem on set. <laughs> like, you're a fucking bitch. You're an actor. And you're just like, uh, it's whatever. I can't take this anymore. I got to do drugs. Going into these parts just hurts my brain. I'm the tough guy. Yeah, especially when I said, like, when a guy like Johnny Depp has to come out and be, like, the main yeah. pirate guy that everyone's like, you know, he's the toughest one in the movie always, you know? Damn, <laughs> and everybody on set is being like, "Yo, this little fucking princess is such a cock." I would love to. I would love to talk to stuntmen about just like the the shitty behavior that they watch a listers pull when they're like, "Cool, I'm about to backflip through this plate glass window." So, uh, <laughs> how can anybody you go take could... a stroll and cry about your dad so you can get into character? Yeah. Like, oh, how, how could any? How could anybody on that set? Even if the guy was a fucking world-class idiot for whatever he did to Christian Bale, how could you have been on that set? Forget, as you hear it as a person, like, kind of, well, we didn't live the moment. you just kind of like, oh, shit, and you judge him for a couple weeks, and then the world moves on. But if you were just standing on that set, you talk about that every week at some point in your life. It's like, who's the biggest dick in Hollywood? He goes, Christian Bale might be that guy, dude. I saw him just go to town on a lighting guy for fucking... Dude, the, making it doing an accident i mean that, that video is the, the, douche, the, <laughs> the douchiest thing i've ever seen in my life was this guy and i won't say who he was when i was on set with him and I, jay i think i told you the story or in between takes and he's like a tough guy he's like a cool good looking tough guy mm -hmm. you know he's a, he's a real man's man indeed and that's how he acts and uh in between takes they were like setting up cameras and he just did a karate kick to <laughs> yeah he just did a karate yeah kick. And then was like, all right, this is cool. Let's go. And you're like, dude, come on. You want me to take you seriously? What well, are you talking about? Buddy, a, a prep movement in any fucking way. And I can tell through comedy, I have charted every time I watch somebody do a thing before they go on stage at all. Oh, like, like fucking crack their knuckles? Or <laughs> it's, it's time to get funny up there. I wouldn't even look for crack my knuckles because I crack my knuckles so much just in life anyway that like if someone told me to do that before I went on stage, that might look that way. But no, I'm talking about a real fucking like, I've seen people that have to like, one guy went against the wall on his head first because he has to like get into that zone. Yeah. Lots of shadow box. I feel like Lots. the I feel like the worse the act, the more karate beforehand. The more like karateing with ghosts beforehand. Yeah, I, like, I the really bigger the hack, 
Yeah, and then it's always some guy that gets on and, and and he'll be like, Chinese people drive like this. And I'm like, you had to punch air to get there. <sighs> Hold on, I need my whole eight-mile beginning before I go up. <laughs> I also have a thing. And, and by the way, I understand there's absolutely explainable situations and need for it, but uh, if someone's walking around like backstage of a show, especially a showcase show, or if it's a... Uh, you know, like a headline show or something, and they're and they're walking around with like notes and like back and forth and like mouthing the words of what they're saying. Disgusting! It's like holy shit, man! Just go up there and do it, you fucking weirdo! What is yeah. all of this? I have a set list, but I don't think I've ever gone through what a fucking. All right, so the transition probably sounds like this. No, more walk. Not even that. Walking around, just walking around, looking at it, and then putting it down by your side and just going like. This. Or those oh. flyers, or those flyers where the guy's like, it's like he's got tape over his mouth, or like somebody's arresting him, you know, like no one's ready for what he's about to say. And oh, it's always no. the biggest hacks that are just like, they'll get off stage like they're about to be arrested or something. Oh. People already broke all the rules. There's yeah. no more rules to break. There's also, no more risks. Just we gotta take have it Rachel. to your set. We got to have Rachel watch our favorite comedy, our comedy cop. Oh my God, you will fucking love this guy. But it, it's the same thing we were just talking about with actors that I, that I see when comedians do it, it makes me fucking nuts, is when actors try to act like they're bad boys and comedians are like, how many people are pissed off in the room? It's like, you're doing the opposite of what your job is. Yeah. Your job is to make people laugh. Stop trying to act like pissing people off. Anyone that's like, sorry that I was too offensive, it's like, no, you you missed the mark oh, and they'll use that as a tag too oh. they'll just they'll do some awful like like just worthless hack joke and then right, right afterwards be like sorry guys weren't ready for that one more where that came from but by the way it goes it goes both sides i remember this one comedian and i won't say who she is but she's like was like a uh, real big in like the hipster scene or whatever in brooklyn and then um featured for me at a club and bombed bombed the whole weekend and got off stage and was like your audience is too white I was like, that's all your audience is in Brooklyn. They're all just <laughs> what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? So you're talk. playing for your own friends on, on yeah. like soft couches in yeah, South exactly. Williamsburg. Yeah. What? Someone just told me a story of something. I've seen this before myself, even about a, a host of a show when like a host goes up there and just is, acknowledges all the shittiness of what's going on, whether it's like a small crowd or yeah. something like Lambie goes, oh, so this crowd fucking sucks, huh? And so oh. it's like you're hosting. You're yeah, hosting, dude, you, you know what? You got to change that. It's your job to change that. <laughs> yeah. You're the you one that changes it. The fucking situation sucks, and the crowd sucks, and everything sucks. <laughs> God, I guess I'll just get my money and get the fuck out of here. You go, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> everything fucking sucks, <laughs> dude. Well, at least we got Vin Diesel. Feel like I do. Hit it, Christine. <laughs> I just want to relax with my boy, Vin Diesel. I, I enjoy. I'm enjoying reading the lyrics. It's uh. Fantastic. He really is a, uh, he's getting his creativity out. Do you feel like I do? Yeah. I feel like I didn't know you, but I feel like I do. Feel like I do. Feel like I do. Girl, feel like I do. <laughs> that took me 18 months to write. Should this be all of our walkout music for when we're on the road now? Sure. Oh, God, like, please. Yeah, Vin, give Vin Diesel and Kygo. You know what? I go, yeah. It's on Spotify. Is it? Oh, I do really want to walk out to this. How to leave when you are right on by and I'll just freeze. It's the time to try to find someone that hit me like you. 
I'm not the type who likes to rush in, but I want to. Put him up to write lyrics. So he's just like, you make me want to punch a wall. And you're like, that's not good. He's talking about butterflies in his stomach, but stomach turning is a weird way to put it. You know what I mean? Stomach turns means you're going to get nauseous, right? Every word makes my stomach turn. Yeah. I mean, he's like, dude, when you talk, you just fucking, God, you piss me off. So and, I, and you know, he probably got in the same kind of fights with his girlfriend while he was writing that about his process. Like, babe, I told you when I'm writing, I need to get there. I need to get to the zone. Don't interrupt me. I got to go for a long drive, and I'm going to come back with a lot filled. Oh, you hey, need me uh, being in the home studio. A lot of stuff is going to come up from my paths. It's not your fault. It's not right? you. I'm just, not a you. I'm just a conduit <laughs> for the art that travels through me. Just fucking blast it. By the way, these lyrics are ridiculous. Every time he's with, he's already had sex with her now, they're laying in bed, and he still freezes. <laughs> And I'm not so the we, kind of type who likes it over because, because, but, but then I freeze. I just get nervous. Look, look, here it is, and I was frozen again. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I can't poop in front of you. That's a problem. And here's the line. <laughs> Single word. It just makes my stomach turn. <laughs> what? <laughs> because, do you feel like that too? Do you feel like when you talk, it makes my stomach turn? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you talk, talking? he goes, oh man, I look at you and I want to Ralph. And she goes, is that bad? He goes, no, it's good. Because you're so good, hot. Babe. You're so just, hot. And then he just softly face rakes her. No, babe, that's a good thing. Oh. When I'm puking and it's like hard for me to shit, it's because my feelings are like real strong. If you if you have a, if you have sex to this music, you should lose your genitals. Is this about sleeping with a famous person? No. Oh, wow. Wait, do you think he wrote this about how women are still banging him? He goes, I know it's a lot for ladies to bang me. Is it about, yeah, is it about goes, strangers end, goes, knowing him? I miss you so much, Paul Walker. <laughs> I, miss, I miss being inside of you, Paul. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's the best. That's the best American dad that every strip comes in, it's, uh, it's 85% gay sex for Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, they added it. To them and then they just edit out all the gay sex and they have their hour and a half movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, thank you for coming on the show and talking about Vin Diesel and everything else uh, parent-related. New mom, Rachel. Thanks, guys. Check out is my juice box. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Feinstein going to be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey this Wednesday, September 30th. Get tickets at stressfactory.com. And don't forget... She's on the Mom Jokes Tour. Oh, it's, man. Uh, just rip it up. No, we're going to be getting puss nasty at the Stress Factory. All right, everybody? <laughs> Hashtag take it to Jeanette. Take it to Jeanette. Cops take it out. To, just take it to Jeanette, dude. Take a walk and have a pee, a caramel pee. <laughs> Hashtag take it to Jeanette. <laughs> take it to Jeanette. Great, by the way, it does like a term. He goes, oh, man. He goes, he goes yeah, me and Tracy are going away this weekend, and I am going to hit that bedroom and just take it to Jeanette on our <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check out Big J. He's going to be in Royersford, Pennsylvania, returning to the scene of the crime at Soul Joel's Comedy Club, 
Saturday, October third. After well, that, you and you and Rachel have both gone there with that incident since. So yeah, you'll be fine, and you can get some Wawa after. After that, he's going to be at Helium in Philadelphia Wednesday, October twenty-first. Then stand up live in Phoenix, November eleventh through the thirteenth for tickets and other tour dates. Visit BigJComedy.com and don't forget yes. to go stream his hour special live at Webster Hall. His Comedy Central hour special is streaming for free on YouTube this month. Go do it. You have, uh, I think, how many? You, you got two weeks left, Jay, of streaming? Uh, yeah, I think about two more. Yeah, rest of the month. So, yeah, please check that out. Um, and feel also, like- oh, also, yeah, I'm gonna be go- it looks like I might be going uh, at the end of this month. Just got added, like, during the show, I think, to uh, Denver Comedy Works. Oh! Is that, is that Denver Comedy Works South? The, is that downtown? Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's the one where... It's the other uh, one. Yeah, near the tech center. I think. Oh no, it's off our. It's yeah. It's like. Um, wow. Let me not. Let me not make that promises. <laughs> yeah, a, I don't know about that for it's sure. A, but, it's uh, a bigger. It's a bigger club where they can do social distancing. That's why I think. Is that what? Oh, they're moving all things there. Yeah, I think okay. so. All right, maybe we'll see. Uh, you can catch Dan Soder on tour October first through the third, and October fifteenth through the seventeenth. The Comedy Connection. Uh, in Jesus. Who wrote yeah, this? My, my October residency, dude. I'm moving yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Providence. in Providence, uh, East Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, that club has been amazing to me, man. Go support Dan. The fans are out there, Dan. So they're going to fill that shit up for you. Yeah, it's one of my favorite clubs. The 1st through the 3rd and the 15th through the 17th of this month. Also, October 22nd through the 24th, he's going to be in Helium. Uh, he's going to be Helium in Philadelphia. Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. Then you are on tour again. Yeah, That's November 5th through the 7th. Uh, again, in Minneapolis at the Acme Comedy Club. For tickets and all the tour dates, go to dansoder.com. And, of course, the big news, Dan Special, Son of a Gary, now playing on Sirius XM and Pandora. It's audio, everybody. It's going uh, on audio. If you, couldn't, if, you didn't able, if you weren't able to steal a HBO password, now you can listen to the album on Pandora and Sirius XM. And yeah. soon available for download. I, I don't know. It's an album that's going to make you want to take it to Jeanette and make fuck sounds. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, it feels so good when you feel like I do. Christine, let's fucking, let's go out to that. Let's go out to a little Vin Diesel because I'm just fucking. Get your strawberry boons and let's rock. Every time you talk, it makes my stomach turn and I freeze. I want to barf. I want to barf because you're a gross bitch. All of your ideas are stupid and girly. Just fuck on my dick and I freeze. We love you guys. That bonfire. That's what I'm saying. Things in the studio really just going willy nilly with it. Just like, I hope so. <laughs> and I was frozen. If someone. If someone could remix this and January is the detective, I would really appreciate that. Oh, Kygo's uh, got to get his hands on that for sure. Uh, for Christine, DJ Lou, Jacob Batot, the Black King, our Black King, the Black Tiger, Lewis Johnson. That's Dan Soder. I'm Big Jokerson. Thank you so much, Rachel. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Bye.